0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome episode number 55 stay alive the snags like to say uh welcome back to the runner back podcast we are two weeks in a row holy dilly, de- the boys are delivering the delicious goods that's not white chocolate that snags loves to eat on a saturday night by himself while he watches farmer wants wife love that show great show bachelor farmers got wife and then temptation island is top three uh, but before I get into it, uh, Dale, how are we? You look like farms tonight with that flannel. So. <laughs> yeah, snags, I'll... A bit, snags get getting a bit hot and saucy over here though.
1: All, oh. the, boy, all the boys are rocking their R.I.B. jumpers. I'm actually rocking the uh, the King oh. Casey. That's some King shit that we lost yeah. uh, a couple of weeks got,
0: ago. Snags got the mayor on tonight. I'll oh, take gotten this gotten off in a bit. Oh. Yeah, I'll take this off in a bit and show everyone the body. The king, the mayor of Bacchus Marsh.
1: there's Backus Marsh. Backus Marsh is, uh, as, as Stony referred to it, the COVID capital of Victoria. Last last episode, so we won't bring that up with the boys. We haven't heard from Jack and the Strong for a while, so that voice might be in lockdown. Speak for yourself oh get a few <laughs> cheeky comments from the boys like it oh well unfortunately i can't access instagram at the moment so <laughs> sore, sore point the snags uh, but <laughs> snags i'm good um first up apology to the boys back-to-back episodes of making the boys do just to get the producer a little selfish reason it's a bit easier for the producer to work his magic in the off weeks so uh running into the the normal cycle of the potty and um, because of that we're going to jump forward a fraction only to next weekend, which we've got UFC Vegas 33. And then we're going to head to Houston and talk UFC 256 the following weekend. So, boys are just splitting the picks up. We've got two for that card and two for that. So, only four on this podcast tonight. But I didn't watch, actually, a lot of live MMA over the weekend. Picked it up on the uh, on the replay. I did catch TJ and, and Sandhagen live, too. That was an absolute dope fight. The boys are blowing up the chat. So, I had to get on and watch from round two to round five, that was pretty good. But Snags have been deep into the Olympics. Oh, look out. Been deep. Uh, Anything in particular? Oh, nothing in particular, really. I just like watching the green and gold, just like getting around the Aussies, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. We do it on the podcast with the MMA, so uh, why not get around it for the Olympics? I anyway, I know everyone that hasn't tuned in to listen to DL talk about Olympics. Oh, Sorry, I might
0: beg to differ, <laughs> the only reason I'm here.
1: <laughs> so I better introduce the golden boy of the podcast at the moment. Oh, this boy. Tony, <laughs> what's good? <laughs> Undefeated and
2: undisputed deal were the terms I was looking for with that intro. Uh, I promised myself all week that I'd lay off the stat man because that was vicious. I listened, listened back to the last episode and stats. So I do apologize for that. Yeah, just blatant uh, mockery of your basketball career. I'd take <laughs> that back. I hope we can still be friends. Thanks for having me back, Dale.
0: Look, stat man, throw him to the curve, mate, okay? Because that was the straight disrespect that. Uh, snags just won't tolerate on this podcast uh, but mate to the worst basketball player on the potty how are you?
3: I'm doing good I spent a few days like licking my wounds after that vicious barb um, but got around the card on the weekend the the dillashaw Hagen fight was absolutely insane there's actually some really really good comebacks on that card throughout the event as well and uh, not to not to spoil it but wasn't a great card for me in the, in, the, in the scheme of things, as far as my picks. Listening back to that podcast is going to be a little bit rough now that I know How that funny. all of my fighters bombed out. So it's
1: fine. <laughs> I thought I thought Man was actually going to say oh, I was working on my game, like my shoot oh, game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> he head down to the court, put some baskets up to redeem himself. <laughs> Just oh, it it <laughs> Well, boys, before we jump into the podcast, we need to thank our sponsors, Humble Fightwear. Humble Firewear is an Australian jiu-jitsu brand that celebrates one of the most important parts of martial arts, becoming humble. Snags.
0: Look, love the passion behind the brand, Uh, love the messaging too. I I fit with it exactly to a T. I'm the most humble man that you've ever met. The boys are super happy to have Humble on board. The gear is as high quality as this podcast, 11 out of 10 boys. Where do we find it? Talk to me.
2: Snags, if you don't know, you should. You head to their Instagram page and give them a follow or go to www.humblefightwear.com.au. And as always, boys, help them spread the good vibes, one purchase or even two at a time.
1: Perfect advice from Stony. And for being amazing runner-back listeners, we'll make those two purchases even easier and give you 15% off your entire order.
0: Look, it's like talking to a rainbow and being a leprechaun because that is bloody a pot of gold, boys. R-I-B-1-5 at checkout. That's rib be one five <laughs> i don't know where i come up with this but that's a bloody good deal no, and that's a, a bloody good, a really saying. good saying stat like man it. you're fucking me up okay <laughs> tell them the leprechaun boy sent you okay get that rainbow
1: uh luke would want us to keep that in the potty so uh let's jump into the podcast boys with a bit of fun with our man snags mm.
0: Mm. Do you know what? I just love my it, intro. It, That's all I it, want. It, Maybe if I just let it, it, it play it, and then... It. Just uh, three minutes. That would be the only thing uh, that uh, should uh, whole yeah. oh, my whole oh, segment. So boys, had some feedback from last week. Obviously from yourselves, which I disregarded bah, <laughs> um, quickly. Uh, thanks to the producer for saving the segment. So it's now nice taking a little bit of a segue. had a couple of people reach out in the DMs giving me some suggestions. One of them was... Uh, There was a call for the the book of MMA to make a return, but we've already done that. It did not. We've already done that. And then someone actually said, how about the book of snags? And I said, oh, mate, too much. Too much. That's just uh, high value content I'm not willing to release for free. Uh, So I thought, last week we did, what would snags do? I decided to take a different approach and go, are the boys smarter than snags? Take off of, are you smarter than a fifth grader, sixth grader, whatever you want to call me? Who knows? Are you smarter than a five-stripe white belt? There you go. That's the name of the segment. Holy dooly. On the fly tonight, leprechauns, radios, bloody. (laughs) Just give it to me. So, boys, I'm going to ask you each a couple of questions, and uh, hopefully you're smarter than a a five-stripe white belt. Uh, First, we're going to go to the realm of geography. One One of my fortes, must I say. Uh, so I'm going to ask. I'm just nervous about Statman for this one because he's really smart. <laughs> okay, Statman. Yep. Imaginary lines transversing the globe from pole to pole are called what? Longitude? No. Longitude. Can we, can can we, we, can we steal? Yeah, well, yeah, go. Well, maybe we'll just ask all the boys. See if someone okay. gets it. The equator? No. What?
3: Pole to pole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> T.L.
0: definitely not smarter than F.L. Michael. was confident too. I was going to <laughs> so say the
2: same thing. Uh, starts with M. Starts, starts with what?
0: M. 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 For me. Feel for Mel. Gibson. Chill. I'm out. <laughs> Macy Barber. Uh, <laughs> Meridens. Oh, I was never going to get that. M-E-R-I-D-I-A-N-S. There you go. boys. Just, for, just hold,
2: hold up. There's not a fucking
0: chance you knew that. Boy, do you I'm know these answers, answers though? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's mate, got a I'm trivia app so on his phone. Not. This isn't sugar snags. Yeah, be, I'm, this is, smart he this, knows it I've now because
3: he's read the answers five <laughs> minutes ago. I've
0: just actually pulled out my Year 7 Geography book and I'm mm-hmm. pulling it straight from here, okay? Mm-hmm. I've just done a bit of house cleaning. Second question to the boys. Oh, this one's an easy one. The mountain range that includes Mount Everest is called what?
3: It's me first Himalayas. Or do we have buzzers?
0: Himalayas Yeah Statman's got it Yeah we <laughs> should have buzzers Okay we're going to move Out of the uh, Geography world Look Educating the fans as well Jesus Christ We're going to move Into the science world Just use your name As the buzzer this week Okay you guys Are going to have to buzz in snacks going on the fly This week See I like it baby Okay we're going To the science world boys Animals without backbones Are known as what? Stats <laughs> oh, this is I love it. Go. Invertebrates. another point for you. Two <laughs> points. This is the only points you've got all week.
3: Can't wait. This is going <laughs> I love trivia. It's great. <laughs> you got no <laughs> points
0: week <laughs> in the fight. That was a funny thing. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Uh, okay. We will go one more of these ones and we'll go to something else, okay? What one from my science book will I pick? What are the three stages of matter? Stats. Go. <laughs> Solid, liquid, gas. Oh, Jesus Christ. You are too good. Okay, we're going to go the mathematic world here, boys. We've got two more. We've got maths and one more after this, okay? Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to... It's just trivial. A football field is 100 yards long. How many feet long is a football field? Stats, 300. Fuck me. You need to shut the fuck up and give someone else a go. <laughs> Keep answering them. Statement is good. <laughs> it's making the podcast look smart. <laughs> yeah, well done. This is good. Okay, last one for the boys. This one comes from uh, the Book of Snags. Okay. Snags received his four-stripe white belt under what UFC fighter? damn Okay.
1: Elvis. Carver, his last name? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what's his last name? Let me not offend Sinisek.
0: you. Elvis Sinisek, that's correct. King's Academy in Sydney, boys. Uh, and last question, Snags received his five-stripe on his white belt from who on the podcast? Stoney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying saying name, name. you saying the name, you're going to give the an answer. An answer. Hold <laughs> <laughs> well on, boys. Well, Statman, you are smarter than a five-strike white belt. DL, uh, the equator still waits for you. And uh, Stoney, thanks for answering the question that was only about yourself. Uh, thanks for playing along. And uh, we'll continue to educate the fans each week. Who knows?
1: Tec- technically, I got one.
0: I did what? say, Elvis. I just couldn't what? remember his last name.
1: He got Elvis. Elvis Sinnersy. Oh, head.
0: Elvis Yeah, Everyone true. knows him. Talking about. Good bloke, too. Miss him, dearly.
1: Stags on the fly, another good, another good effort. It was Man, just, do, it was I just actually,
0: trivia, though. I actually do my best work on the fly. Well, it is basically. I don't trivia. know. If it's your best <laughs> <work>. <laughs> what do you reckon my best work is? ABC of MMA, oh, still hot off the press, still an actual bestseller, and uh, the royalties just continue to come in. Nice. That was. Heavy. I was actually, I was actually trying to think how I do one, two, three of MMA, but I couldn't figure that out. <laughs> Wasn't smart enough, it doesn't work, does it? ABC was a genuine winner. Yeah, it was. Good. Now you had three pilot
2: projects you presented to the boys, mm-hmm. and you settled on the ABC. What were the others?
0: Uh, I had fifty-two reasons why I am a award-winning podcast co-host, mm-hmm. uh, and the other one was. Oh, it's got put to the back shelf. must have been very good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wasn't it the numbers one?
0: One, two, three, them, mate.
1: Wasn't there a numbers one in that in that three in that trio? No, I can't remember. If you
3: listen back, though, uh, Snags has brought us, he brought us the, the lie detector, he's brought us...
0: Light detector, I like dude. the lie detector. Hey, he's, done, he's, oh, done, he's done some.
3: He's done some really good shit, right there.
0: I'm just gonna. i to find my rhythm again. I'm a bit. Not every episode, no. It's okay. it's
3: the last like two just.
2: <laughs> so what you, were are saying, Statman? Is we should cut him some slack for the last two being absolute yeah, bombs? That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: He, he's built yeah. up enough <laughs> goodwill
3: that we. I've can had three bombs. <laughs> yeah. I've had three
0: <laughs> bombs for anything, but this and that didn't even make the podcast. <laughs> I had one question in that segment, and it got it got Yeah,
2: and it was still only your third worst segment.
0: These ones are going through. Okay, Snags will do some prep for next. Look, if any of the listeners got a segment for Snags, i really reach out. No, I you know. like
3: trivia. It's fun. That's just <laughs> you answering good.
0: questions every week. I was thinking about like a how do you do in between two ferns, like Zach Galifianakis or whatever, so I just couldn't figure out the segment. Yeah. It's too hard.
1: Maybe you were thinking too much.
0: Well, that well, I didn't think then. That was on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Could
1: never have told. No, I couldn't tell. couldn't tell. couldn't tell. couldn't uh, tell.
0: Snags will come back next fortnight with a uh, – Award-winning segment. right, we like it, mate.
1: We're bringing uh, a little bit earlier today. We're bringing in our results and leaderboard update. Statman, let's do the right thing this week. Let's run through some results.
3: Perfect. So we picked five fights for uh, UFC on ESPN 27. Unfortunately, uh, the Aspen lad Macy Shaysen fight did fall through the week of the fight. Um, Apparently there was a stress fracture to Macy Shaysen's foot Hopefully we can get Aspen Ladd back in the cage nice and soon Um, So the four fights remaining that we did pick for In the women's flyweight division Macy Barber defeated Miranda Maverick by split decision Sorry, sorry Statman,
1: hang on I've just, uh, something from last week just popped up
3: (laughs) Um, Barber maybe should maybe step back from the UFC Or at the very least fight down um, And return another day
0: Okay, that was pretty harsh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was awkward. You were balls deep <laughs> in that conversation too last week.
3: Oh, yeah, I was, I was a bit fiery, but let's just have a quick look at this. So, uh, that was nearly we've tool got the, of the, we've week. Got the me, I've got the media scores here for the Mason Barber. Of <laughs> oh, course we yeah, For the Macy Barber and Miranda Maverick. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 media outlets scored the fight for Maverick. Zero scored the fight for Barber. So this Zero is why scored the I fight for Raw. This man. is why.
1: Guess what? None of the media are actually the judges. So. You know, is. It the doesn't.
0: It do- Boys. It doesn't. This is why man. I don't watch the news because it's all fake news, baby. You know. not news. <laughs>
3: Darren Elkins defeated Derek Minna by TKO in the second. how Leon Piva defeated Kyler Phillips by majority decision. And TJ Dillashaw defeated Corey St. Hagen by split decision.
1: Well, boys, that rounded out the tiebreaker that Statman and Stoney settled on, negotiated hard by our main man Snags. So what well on Snags. I'm getting that across the line. It gave That's us right, a boys. clear, clear winner.
0: I'm happy with that.
1: Now we don't need Me to too. hear from we don't need to hear from the boys. We're going straight to Stony. Stoney, have you got something prepped? Absolutely, we do, Dale. Let's go. Insulting to think that we didn't.
0: You can't stand
3: the fact that I was born with a golden spoon in my mouth, can you? Huh? To make them TA riding around in that funky motorcycle. Why don't you get a Mercedes Benz and be a real man? Huh? Nanny Fernandez, Bud Sawyer. Jimmy Valiant, y'all playing catch-up ball to the Nature Boy. Holly Race, Terry Von Eric, I don't care where you are in life or where you rank in professional wrestling. Let's face it, if you're not carrying the big gold, you're second best no matter what you tell yourself. <laughs> So, gear up, ladies and gentlemen. Get used to it in Ric Flair. Who you are looking at, the man?
2: All I took from that there was big gold. And for those watching along, you will see the biggest piece of gold glistening. That's a, that's the littlest <laughs> thing Absolutely glistening. Uh, Statman, it was an absolute pleasure to go head to head once again, mostly because I know you crumble when it comes to the crunch. So, I look forward to running this back one more time in December. Uh, Sugar Snags, appreciate you making it a bit of a contest. That was I honestly didn't think Snags could my pleasure could make it that close. So hats off to him. But producer DL, I'm looking for big improvement over the next six months, mate.
1: Perfect little segue there because we're coming in hot with the new season. So season three kicking off for us today. Well, well, last episode the picks, but we're going to announce those winners today. Statman coming in with hot form, you would think. <laughs> <Pick that. laughs> Donuts. Donuts for our stat man, who holds number fourth. Holds oh, number last. fourth. Holds fourth. You last. Stony just picked up the one, the most important one. Deal, the one that got the belt. And oh, look out, jewel, first place holders. <laughs> Snag, wrap the season
0: up now, baby. We'll take that win. Absolutely, you know, boys. As I think on the fly, we should put some extra sugar on this season. We should. We should get some skin in the game. Loser gets a tattoo. <laughs> Loser gets the crown. Loser gets the RIV crown. I'd get that way anyway. I wouldn't have to lose. <laughs> of course he's. Statman's like, not even saying a word. I'm, I'm about it. Oh, he's about it? Stoney? Never lost, never will. Oh, deal. I'll get it even if I don't. Okay, done. <laughs> We're in. Loser gets the crown.
1: All right, boys. Pans out nicely uh, and we'll jump into Hot Take. TJ Dillashaw won a close one against Corey Sanhagen, with some having it go the other way. Boys, the bantamweights are dangerous. Are you happy to give TJ a title shot next, or do we go a Cody 3 or maybe even a Rob Font?
0: Uh, Snags doesn't know what's new, but uh, I'd be happy either way. I think it would probably be a bit harsh on the rest of the division to give him a shot after that one fight, but um, no, it wouldn't be not about it. And uh, I was just happy that the fight was a dominant one and it was a five-rounder for the ages. So either way, Snags is a happy man.
2: Yeah, I'd love to see him run run another fight in before getting the title shot DL. It's looked super impressive, but even by his own omission, uh, not the TJ Dillashaw that we're accustomed to seeing. He was a little bit sloppy. He did get opened up uh, a little bit during the fight. So I'd love to see him. If it's Cody, uh, speaking of the trilogies, don't know if this one warrants going back a third time since Cody's been knocked out twice, but I'll tell you what, I'd be all about it if they did.
3: Yeah, I think it kind of depends on the timeline for Peter Yarn, Aljamain Sterling, uh, that rematch. Um, TJ Dillashaw looked absolutely amazing after coming back from from so long away. Um, give me Rob Font. Or, or if, if Petey Yarn can can lock away the, the fight quickly, I'm, I'm happy to see TJ go for the title.
1: Just out of curiosity, Statman, how'd the media see that one?
3: Um, oh let's have a let's have a quick <laughs> No that was a, that was a real question. <laughs>
1: so funny.
0: Uh,
3: media scores 2 4 6 had it for Dillershaw. 2 4 6 8 10 12 14 Jeez. 17 had it for Sanhagen. Yeah. Um, but it, but everyone like that's not a robbery. I had it for Sanhagen. Um, Where do you but- randomly pull these figures from MMADecisions.com. It's one of my favorite resources. Um,
0: oh, shout out. Sponsored <laughs> the show, actually. Uh,
3: but yes, I, I had I had it 3-2 uh, for San Hagen, but mm-hmm. I don't think that there's any world that you could call that a robbery. It was just a really, really close fight.
0: Cool. MMADecisions.com is Statman's porn hub. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
1: heaven. <laughs> well, boys, no listeners poll this week because of uh, some unfortunate person. So we'll move on to <laughs> number two.
0: <laughs> Can we tell the story?
1: No. I'm too angry about it. (laughs) I can't let it go. We're moving on. Next one. Uh, For those that have noticed, Khabib is quietly changing his role in MMA and his words have worth in this game. What is your favourite post-retirement Khabib? Snags.
0: uh, I would say a... Comedy series with him and DC. I think that would be hilarious. I think that would be pretty funny. Is that what the question uh, was? <laughs> yeah. What's his post? Wait, what is it? What's your favourite post-retirement could be? Yeah, like I what mean, is he uh, doing now. Him and him and DC being hilarious together. That's what I said. <laughs> okay, it that's is. it's kind
1: of true. He doesn't have a comedy <laughs> yeah. series
0: though. Okay, well it's coming. You heard it here first. Breaking news. So that's we're just MMA making decisions up decisions what we want to see do, DL.
1: <laughs> no, that's not the question. <laughs> oh, no. No. i right am But it is for snags, <laughs> though. It is for snags. <laughs> Thank you, snags. That was good.
0: Look,
2: he go. said a lot of things. A stat man actually sent through a, a cool link on the weekend. I'm going to roll with that. So I Stats, if that was uh, what fun. you were going to talk about. But he, he outlined and really clearly articulated the downfall of both Tony Ferguson and Conor McGregor. And whilst I don't completely agree with everything he said, uh, he did make a lot of sense. And you have a look. He... Whenever he speaks, he, he he makes an abundance of sense. So I'd love to. Do they have special they have special comments, people on the the
1: broadcast? Color commentary, yeah, yeah. I yeah, would love to see him there at some point. Everyone that's uh, not John Annick is color commentary.
3: DC DC gave him a really really good shout out uh, during the during the card and said that Khabib's analytical skills are off off the chain. No one knows MMA as much as Khabib does. Um, I think that he's following father plan. I think that he's he's kind of stepping in as the de facto leader uh, for the fighters in Dagestan Uh, but my favorite post retirement Khabib was uh, Dana White desperately trying to get him to come back and fight for the title as you saw Khabib slowly get bigger and bigger and bigger (laughs) as he just kept eating and stopped training it was just funny that uh, Dana was desperate to get him back in but Khabib's a man of his word.
1: Just a quick one for the local audience, guys. Eternal 61 kicks off on the Gold Coast, August the 7th. A podcast favorite's just been added to the main card, and we thought we'd do a quick tip around with the boys. Martinez versus podcast favorite, Dims Gillies. Boys, where are we going?
0: Look, Snags is disappointed in the restrictions at the moment because uh, the boys were going to be on a plane to Perth, and we would have been on a plane to the Goldie if uh, we weren't locked down. But uh, Snags is going to go dimps, obviously. Uh, Love the man's fire. Uh, Love the man's fire. And I also love his mullet. Secondly, you know, hard fight for him. Martinez is a former champion in internal uh, from memory. So it should be a good bang fest. 100%
2: and Dimps no schmuck either obviously took it right up to Brenton Mumford uh, who's now fighting for the title against Daniel Hill so uh, looking to bounce back had a rough night in the boxing last weekend DL uh, had his moments but went down in a unanimous decision I think his stand-up game overall is looking a hell of a lot sharper than it even did uh, last time they were on the Gold Coast so expecting big things from Dimps and predicting a win from the undefeated and undisputed runner back champion.
3: Now, I, I might upset the boys here with this pick, but I'm going Dimps. I reckon Dimps has got this one. <laughs> I, just, I, just wanted, I just wanted to see everyone's face there. No, obviously, um, big fan, big fan of the skills, big fan of the man himself. Dimps Gilly's got it. The key question is, though,
2: Stats, are you a, a big fan of David Martinez?
0: Oh, yeah, usually I was going to say the same thing. He's a big fan of everyone.
3: Mate, I, I think David Martinez is a, is a quality fighter. But um, no, okay, I can't do anything right. Last two, two podcasts ago, I was too positive. Last podcast, you called it you called it all shit because I was mean to fighters. you got to level out, mate. you got to level out. I have no strong opinions about either fighter.
1: Okay. <laughs> How dare you have an opinion. I'm not calling you Switzerland. Boys, as we talked about at the start of the podcast, the Olympics kicked off this week and the Aussies are looking good in a number of sports. Boys, let's hope that Sugar Snags read this correctly. Pick me three current MMA fighters in any promotion to represent their country in any non-combat sports. Snags. Come come back to me.
0: (laughs) I got two. I didn't even think of it. I saw it just before, and I started getting hot sweats. Like I ate three lemons at once.
2: <laughs> Stony, uh, Paddy Pimblett with the round ball. Think he'd be oh, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, good. But he will not represent England, so that's a little bit of a a sanger. Um, Anderson, the spider silver at rock climbing because spiders love oh, to climb shit, and good. I think he would. Uh, his his limbs would lend themselves to racing up that wall. And last but not least, Misha Tate. Beach volleyball because let's just put it delicately, she has all the attributes that would make me watch deal. And Stoney
1: nailed the brief. Start man. Yep.
3: Uh, Jose Aldo soccer. Yep. Uh, for Brazil. Uh, we've got Francis Ngannou for Cameroon. He's gonna be a weightlifter. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I did actually have another one, but it has slipped out in in the in the process. But um, let's just go TJ Dillashaw. Uh, what doping? Let's go with that.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a clean Olympic in man. Clean.
3: Say that.
2: Clear, clearly not salty at, uh, at the weekend's result.
3: Oh, I thought he looked fantastic. <laughs> suspiciously suspiciously cardio, but that's fine. <laughs> it's fine.
0: You can't say that. <laughs> Snags. Okay.
1: What have you Googled? I, got, I mean, I got, what have you come got, up with?
0: i got three. I got three. Okay, here it is. First one, Darren Till, because I would just love to see some shit talking in the Olympics, uh, and uh, he would be great at fencing. Yeah, I think he'd really poke some people in the heart. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, know? you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, second one, my, my boy, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, I think he's got the style. He's got the flair. You see it in the cage all the time that he's got the moves. So gymnastics. Um, I think he would be wonderful at that. And I would love to see the man in a leotard. And uh, last but not least, Snag's wearing the shirt, boys. So I've got to say uh, the mayor of Bacchus Mass, Jack Jenkins. And, mate, the man just has the stamina of 74 cheaters. (laughs) So I will say... Sorry, the stamina of seventy-four strawberry pickers in strawberry season. Uh, I'm going to say triathlon for uh, my boy Jack Jenkins. Oh, I like
3: yeah, nice. uh, I just re- I just remembered it was Nate Diaz triathlon. That was. You oh, uh, can't say that. Is.
0: He already does that. And Jenko would tail him up anyway. <laughs> we got <a> Jenko Diaz. <laughs> I've triathlon. seen Jenko in the Bacchus Marsh River, mate. It fucking swims <laughs> like an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a barramundi swim? I fucking look at Jenkins in the water, mate, because he's fucking fast.
3: Why didn't you pick swimming? Because
0: yeah. <laughs> he's got all the skills for triathlon, mate. We don't want to pick up too many gold. He wants to take the hardest route to gold.
3: Okay? Oh, God. This, this motherfucker is the best swimmer you've ever seen. <laughs> triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: like the other week when we were saying um, cross promotion. And what did who said... Oh, that was me. And I was like, that's not a fucking cross. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Phelps, open water swim. Oh, boys. All
1: right, boys, let's move on to this week at Neds. Neds has become the official betting partner of the UFC in Australia. You can catch our weekly blog at neds.com.au and via the Runner Back website at runnerbackpodcast.store. Now,
3: boys, where are we heading this week on Neds? With Uriah Hall uh, showing up this week uh, against Sean Strickland, We kind of remember back to his time in the Ultimate Fighter house. Uh, He actually, despite being one of the better known names that come out of the Ultimate Fighter, he actually didn't actually win the Ultimate Fighter that year. He lost to Kelvin Gastelum. So we decided to have a look and see who the best runner-ups from Tough are. Uh, we've got a top five list. We'll actually have a bit more of an extensive, at the very least, a rankings for 15 to 1, and then a bit more of a detailed write-up for the top five. Um, but we'll go through the top five now and just kind of give you a bit of a taster for the article. Stony, you want me to take the number five? Yeah, kick it off, Stats. Perfect. We head to number five with Stefan Bonner. Um, Stefan Bonner, obviously, in The Ultimate Fighter 1 absolutely hilarious throughout the entire show. Um, He had some great interactions with Diego Sanchez, Chris Lieben throughout that house, which was an absolute mad house, by the way. He defeated Bobby Southwork and Mike Swick to meet Forrest Griffin in the finale, an event that has been talked about nonstop for the last 15 years. Speaking of close decisions, there actually wasn't too much media at the time reporting on decisions, so I actually don't know how the media scored that one. But he arguably won the fight, and because the fight was so amazing, because the fight was so close, Dana White said, screw the rules, you're getting a contract anyway. And, uh, and they actually managed to secure Stefan Borne into the UFC at the time as well. He went on a bit of a tear, um, won three straight fights, lost to Rashad Evans and then Forrest Griffin a second time. And then later on in his career, he battled the greats, John Jones, Anderson Silva, uh, before riding off into the Sunset. Just for the, again, this is something that's very, very common with with our lists, just the significance of Stefan Bonner in The Ultimate Fighter 1 with that fight with Forrest Griffin Um, and then just a really good career post The Ultimate Fighter. That's why Stefan Bonner gets number five. Yeah, Tasty. Like that one a lot, Statman. At number four, we
2: have... Kenny Florian, so one of the uh, one of the real colourful personalities of the UFC uh, post retirement, but also a phenomenal fighter in the cage. He went down to Diego Sanchez on the Ultimate Fighter one finale in two thousand and five. He then went on to amass a twelve and four record deal in the UFC, which is no mean feat. The, the four losses he had come at the worst possible time. So uh, 2006 for the vacant UFC lightweight championship against Sean Shirk in 2009 for the UFC lightweight championship against BJ Penn in 2010 in a UFC lightweight title eliminator against Gray Maynard. And then in 2011 for the UFC featherweight championship against Jose Aldo. So what that tells me is he beat everyone he had to beat to get himself in a position to fight for the championship and just could never take that next step. But nonetheless, Kenny Florian comes in at number four on our list of all-time best runner-ups at Tough.
3: He did He did such a good job as well because he came in to the UFC. That was a middleweight fight. And he fought at middleweight, welterweight, lightweight, and then eventually featherweight. I'm pretty sure he's the first UFC fighter to fight across four divisions. Number three is the man that brought us here in the first place, Uriah Hall, one of the absolute most violent finishes the tough house has ever seen. Um, To get into the house, he broke Andy Enza's arm. He KO'd Adam Seller in one of the most terrifying knockouts in the UFC history. I think um, poor Adam Seller was unconscious for about four or five minutes in the cage. He broke Bubba McDaniel's face in three places and destroyed Dylan Andrews with ground pound. All four fighters he fought in the Ultimate Fighter house ended up in hospital after fighting him. Um, came into the finale with next level hype and was upset by his teammate in the house, Kelvin Gaslam, who was a $3.60 underdog heading into the fight night. Uh, he said that it affected his mental Game to be fighting against a close friend of his, and then he lost his next bout in a really, really tepid affair with John Howard. No, not prime, not former prime minister of Australia, really? John Howard, Johnny Howard, good old Johnny Howard. The eyebrows got him. Um, what are Johnny's doing these days after the John Howard fight? Went five and one <laughs> with huge finishes of Chris Lieb and Ron Stallings, Olawali Bangbosi, and Gaegard Musasi, and then he's just turned a one and four skid into a four and oh run with three finishes heading into this main event. So um, a really, really kind of rollercoaster career, but one of the most violent men we've ever seen on the Ultimate Fighter House Um, and very, very excited to see how it shapes up this weekend.
0: Who would you choose to win a fight between Australia's two John Howards?
3: Who's the other John Howard? The
0: actor one. Do you know the actor dude?
3: Oh, yeah. Well, I reckon reckon John Howard from Boston, the MMA fighter, would probably tear them both up.
0: Nah, disagree. (laughs) No one's going to cut those brows. <laughs> no Dr. stopping for old Johnny. They're too sick. <laughs> Thanks for special comments there,
2: Snags. Uh, phenomenal uh, series, as you said, Uriah Hall had. He was the first pick, if I recall correctly. Statman, Calvin Gastelum was the last pick. Yep. Uh, so it was a huge upset. And Calvin Gastelum obviously went on to have a phenomenal career himself. So no mean feat there. Uh, interesting story. Just to digress, I sat next to Calvin Gastelum uh, for UFC 159 to watch the two coaches go at it, yeah, Charles Sonnen and John Jones. And speaking of broken bones, <laughs> there was a vicious toe break, at Statman, which almost crowned our boy. Seconds, seconds from disaster for John Jones. <laughs> almost crowned our boy, the undefeated and undisputed uh, 205 champ. Anyway, number three on the – sorry, number two on the list. We go all the way back to this weekend, DL, TJ Dillashaw. Uh, came in and we, it was on the Michael Bisping and Mayhem Miller, which was a phenomenal series from an entertainment standpoint. He went down to John Dodson uh, in the finale, uh, a TKO in the first round. Actually surprised they never ran that one back at some point during their careers because Dodson got on a bit of a run. TJ got on a run. Uh, obviously, we know how the story went with TJ. He went on to win the UFC Bantamweight Championship against Hennenborough. He defended it a couple of times against uh, Soto Brow again before eventually losing to Dom Cruz. He then regained that at UFC 217 against Cody Garbrandt, successfully Defended before he then dropped the flyweight debut and for the flyweight championship against the Triple C. Shout out to Punch List, uh, Henry Cejudo, before coming back and making a statement and crowning Stony a two-time run it back champion against Corey Sanhagen on the weekend. So TJ phenomenal career, obviously marred by a little bit of controversy, but no one can doubt the the talent that the man possesses. And who knows, he may hold that belt for a third time. Time will tell. Stepman,
3: I'm 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 pretty confident that TJ Dillashaw ranks. The crowning of you for a second season, probably amongst his most <laughs> treasured possessions. I would um, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number one on this list uh, is a champion Rose Yunas. So she made a name for herself in an evictor, Went two and one to begin her career, and picked up many submission of the year nominations for the flying Arbogats Kathina Katron. Uh, she went three and zero oh, with three subs on the Ultimate Fighter. Alex Chambers, Joanne Calderwood, and Randa Marcos all went down uh, within about, I think they were all under two minutes, uh, under two rounds, sorry. And she made her UFC debut at two and one fighting for the strawweight title against Carla Espaza, which is just incredible pressure. Um, but she did go on to lose by sub to Carla Espaza, but since then has received five finishes in eight UFC wins, both, she's won her title twice by shocking KOs against Joanna Jedrzejczyk and Wei Li Zhang, both considered at the time to be the best ever fighter in the division, and she's the first women's champion to regain a lost title. Has not been done before. Likely a rematch with Wei Li Zhang or Carla Esparza on the horizon next, but we'll keep an eye on that one, um, but... Just an obviously incredible career from her, and she's still so young and she's still so developing. Her submission game is like always been a huge threat, but what we've seen recently in recent years is just a ton of power and technique coming in her striking as well. So she's she's huge, and she's always going to be huge as well. So very very excited to watch uh, the future for Thug Rose. Beautiful boys, and that rounds out this week on Ned's.
1: Going to be beautifully set up for our next run of picks. We're looking at two cards. First one we're looking at is USC Vegas 33
3: before heading through to Houston. Statman, where are we heading for the first one? Uh, so we are heading to the co-main event with Shamil Abdurakhimov and Chris Daukus. Abdurakhimov has been scheduled for five bouts since he last competed in 2019. Four fights against Cyril Garn uh, that it all fell through through a combination of injury, illness, and visa issues. Dorcas, on the other hand, has had his entire three-fight UFC run since Abdurakhimov last competed, and he won all three of those guys by first-round KO. Oh, Jesus.
0: Dale, yeah, well, you can go first. Oh, you've never thanks, gone first. mate. I appreciate it. Oh, well, I weird. have.
3: I have before.
0: Just, uh, when? Well, have well, you ever been to a UFC <laughs> event? <laughs> 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 Me <Stemmy, it's
1: laughs> either. That man's confident. Uh, yeah, this rescheduled fight, I think the co- it was COVID, wasn't it? It was the COVID protocol, but no one would say who it was. It was either a coach or a training partner or something like that. So a bit of mystery surrounding that one, boys. Since Chris has been in the UFC, he's been undefeated uh, and eight years the younger as well. I think he'll get it done. And this is a co-main. So we're going to have to pick a finish on this one, boys. So I'm going to take first round TKO.
0: Oh, look out! Snags is going to go the exact same as the same man that has never been to an MMA, MMA event. Um, I'm going to go Chris as well. I'm going to go round one TKO as well. Um, men look dominant, dominant yeah, in his last three fights, and I think it will continue on this one.
3: I'll be counting back up to Stony, maybe. Yeah, Stony can Stony can rest rest easy on his laurels. I'll go next. Shamila Abdurakhimov has a huge benefit in my eyes. He is from Dagestan. He trains out of um out of Dagestan with a lot of the um the Nurmagomedov crew. I just I just don't think he necessarily has those the same skills as the other guys um that he trains with. Chris Dorcas hits really hard and is really good at not being hit. Um I am towing the line with the boys. I'm going a round one KO for Chris Dorkis.
0: Let's go. You had you had me so <laughs> That was close. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I really like Chris Dorcus. Um <laughs> But Shamil, he's only lost since 2015. He's only lost to two guys, Derek Lewis and Curtis Blade. So no no shame there. So just to not toe the line because when you got two belts, you've got house money DL. I'm going to jump on Shamil by TKO in the second.
3: Head to the main event of that car. We've got Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland. There was a bit of a mysterious two-year gap in the career of Sean Strickland from October 2018 to October 2020, during which time he has since revealed that he was recovering from a near-fatal traffic accident. Strickland kept it close to his chest, only revealing the accident during the pre-fight interviews for his return bout, and since returning, he's gone 3-0 and in the middleweight division.
1: Boys, it's so hard to read Uriah Hall's form. His last two opponents, Chris Weidman, Anderson Silva. And obviously, we know what happened in the Wideman one, and that was super, super early. Oh, I don't know. I think, I think I've got to be smart about this one, boys. I'm going to take Uriah Hall. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to take him on points. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Fuck, you got aroused by a decision. Why I did. is that being? I'm so confused.
1: You were going to go the other way from in not you? I was. I was.
2: I was. <laughs> because I, none of your
1: lead-in matched the day. <laughs> I was. I was definitely going the other way. And I'm like, no, fuck it. Yep. Let's go. This oh, is my man. chance to jump ahead.
0: Mate, it's week two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need these wins. <laughs>
0: this is my chance to clinch this the goal. This is final. <laughs> Uh, Look, Snag is going to go the opposite of D Hill DL here so I can get the lead because that's what it's about at this time. <laughs> uh, joking. I'm going to go Tarzan, Sean Strickland, uh, same name as myself, so must be a winner in my circle. Uh, and I'm going to go him by TKO round two.
3: Yeah, uh, Sean Strickland is a fantastic fighter. Um, I really <laughs> like him. Uh, and, and DL hit the nail on the head. You're eye-hole. You are eye you do not know how he's going to show up. Um, you also... You you can't really read too much. He did look really, really good in the Anderson Silva fight, but how much of that was Anderson Silva and how much of that was Uriah Hall? And what strikes me is Sean Strickland hits very hard, and if you look at the guys who have TKO'd Uriah Hall, Gagar, Mousasi, Paula Costa, Derek Brunson, and Chris Weidman in their original fight as well, I think it's a a relatively safe bet to go Sean Strickland by TKO. See the TKO decision in my book, and I'm taking it by TKO in the first
2: uh, in that case, I'll echo everything, but take TKO in the second.
1: Yeah, strategic, nice. I like it. I like it. Stony, do we have a tool of the week this week? Uh, we do, DL. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus! All right, boys, I'm excited for this week's Stonies. Week.
2: Boys, all the way from Nollywood in Nigeria, not Cameroon. Uh, Stepman. We had a bit of an interesting week, didn't we, Dale? And I know just before you said we don't want to share the story, but I think we're going to have to share the story because where this is going, it it would not uh, be—I would not be doing my job if I didn't point out that this week's tool of the week it isn't a person. Yep. Well, it could be, but we don't know who it is, so we're taking it out on an entire organization. If we can track down who the person was that made this executive decision, uh, we will. I knew
1: my boy would come through me.
2: Before we do, we, we need the, the listeners just to understand a little bit of what happened. And Dio, you are the man to just just take us through exactly what, what happened. Okay. Paint, paint in the
1: background. I, I I probably did something wrong. No, so don't that's the that. hardest part. But, 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 debatable. But, yeah, it's debatable. But it was in the interest to grow the sport. Confirm. So on the weekend, there was a bare-knuckle fight between two ex-UFC stars, Paige Van Zandt, Rachel Austinwich. And I thought... We're a, we're a, a predominantly a UFC-based page. We like to support UFC fighters. Blah, blah blah. So I thought I'd do the right thing, give the girl, <laughs> give the girls a shout out. <laughs> but I, in the process, I may have uh, I may have used some footage
0: from bare knuckle boxing. They put it up first. It's just a reshare.
1: Yeah, very important to say
2: that it's not like we live streamed this deal. It's not like we were sharing it to the world. This was after after the the fact. Uh, It was after the stream had ended. And I said kind words about both girls in the post. Correct. Now, this is an organization that when Paige made her debut, they sold a pitiful 25,000 pay-per-views deal. I think me and Sean will probably sell more than 25,000 pay-per-views when we grapple later this year. Agreed. the moral of that is bare-knuckle boxing need all the exposure they can get. They should be coming to us. We may live down under, but the podcast is on top of the world, DL. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to the Punchlist boys. They come up with that one. Get boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now,
2: this is an organisation. They convinced a rapper, some YouTube guys, and some TikTok Dorks to get in the ring and fight <laughs> bare knuckle whilst wearing boxing gloves. So go fucking figure how that works. And then they have the audacity when we try and grow and show some, I guess, enthusiasm for the otherwise lackluster event where a fan got in the into the ring and fucking try to assault one of the fighters. What kind it. of shanty town organization is this? I remember when they first started out, Adam Lobo fought on the card. The guy went backstage and told one of the boys if you if you don't try harder than that, you're not getting paid at all. <laughs> not not your women, you're just not getting paid your, your show bonus. So absolute dogs over at Bare Knuckle Boxing always have been. By the looks of it, DL always will be. How dare because that's not the end of it. We're still off Instagram. Yeah, we are. We're still banned. Absolute motherfucker. So to all the fans out there wondering where <laughs> we've gone, we have gone absolutely nowhere. We'll be back. And bare knuckle boxing, you haven't heard you haven't heard the last of this. We are coming from Crusade.
0: For you. The Crusade. If we've got any fans out there, go and Chuck. Can you do the finger thing? Maybe go chuck the finger emoji <laughs> on their post and see how we <laughs> can get <laughs> just, just troll them.
2: But on behalf of all the runner back boys, a giant fuck you to bare knuckle boxing, and that's why you're this
0: week's... That was a good one. I enjoyed oh, that I one really thoroughly. I really appreciate it. I can't believe that.
1: we got really. banned. Yeah, four days. Oh,
0: not banned. What did we get? We got Three suspended day four days.
1: Temporary suspension. So temporary suspension, yeah, for uh, still using their IP. That's crazy. Flogs. Oh. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, I'm glad that was covered, Stony, because that's been uh, boiling away at me not no. having access to our account well for the last four good. days. I can't even reply world, to a simple DM from someone. I I'm saw like, a, a DM ridiculous.
0: from um, one of the fighters before. and I'm like, oh, I'm lucky for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone <laughs> just thinks we're ignoring them. <laughs>
3: And I've never seen so many angry emojis come like through our screen. While we're trying to organize oh something gosh. for the potty tonight and he realized he couldn't access the Instagram. <laughs> it, <laughs>
1: it makes me furious. furious. My wife told me just calm the fucking farm. She said, you need to settle down. It's just Instagram. It's not. It I need to come through for the boys. I felt no, like I was so letting fun. the boys down.
0: So, the uh, only person I'm, that let the boys down was bare knuckle boxing. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely.
1: I appreciate that, Stony. Let's jump back into the picks. We're jumping back to Houston. Not jumping back to Houston. We're jumping towards Houston for UFC 265, Statman.
3: We start off in the co-main event with Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena for the women's band and weight title. Jesus. By the time this podcast comes out, Amanda Nunes will overtake Jose Aldo as the fourth longest reigning champion in UFC history, behind only GSP, Mighty Mouse Johnson, and Anderson Silva. Nunes also holds the distinction of having defeated every other former women's bantamweight or featherweight champion, as well as holding eight wins over former or current UFC champions. Goat. Uh, do
1: you like Juliana though? Though, her wins come from Jessica I, Kat Zinganu, Sarah McMahon. It kind of reads like early women's MMA. She's got losses to the Iron Lady and Valentina. Absolutely no chance in this whatsoever. Uh, this is going to be knife through hot butter, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is That's a good one.
0: This is KO in one. Oh, man. I just, um, I will look forward, like, I don't know if you will, but I will look forward to the day that we get a fight that is, I guess there's some contention in it. Because um, you see a man Nunez's name, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, it's gonna be sweet." Um, and then you realise that round one. So, uh, look, I'm going to go round one TKO as well, short and sweet.
3: Essentially, in that in that respect, she's like the Mike Tyson of mm-hmm. of M- women's MMA at the moment. MMA in general, it's just um, she's a phenomenal fighter. It's just that there's no one really on her level or around her level at the moment could could happen at some point in the future. I don't think Juliana Pena is, is the woman to present that challenge. We have been surprised before. Matt Serra knocked out GSP. Um, obviously Holly Home shook the world. Uh, head kick KO on Ronda Rousey. So it could happen. It's MMA. That's why we love the sport. But I just don't I just don't see it happening in this fight. Um, Amanda Nunes in one KO.
2: Yeah, I think we, we, yeah, boys are under underselling Juliana a little bit in this one. I, I'm predicting she gets out of the first round. I'll, I'll give you that much. Uh, obviously, yeah, DL summarized what I was going to say to perfection. All her wins come against the old school of women, women's MMA, and her losses come against two absolute killers in Valentina and GDR, both who obviously went down to Amanda Nunes. And we know if Nollywood has taught me anything in the last week, <laughs> it's that you can absolutely, with 100% certainty, pick. How this goes based on MMM Maths. And what I am predicting based on this formula is a round three submission uh, to Amanda Nunes. I think Pena gets submission. out of the first. I think she actually takes it up. She might even get Amanda Nunes down. And mm. it, this could be a bit of a scrap, boys. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not predicting Juliana takes a win.
3: Uh, Nunez round three sub. Perfect. Now we head to the main event. We have an interim heavyweight title bout between Derek Lewis and Cyril Garn. With a knockout victory, Lewis will stand alone at the top of the UFC record books for most knockouts. Currently sharing the crown with Matt Brown at 12 knockouts in the UFC, Lewis has a total of 20 KOs in his entire career. To achieve the UFC record, He will need to knock out Cyril Garn, who has never once been dropped.
1: Love myself some Black Beast. Oh, you're going to jump in, snacks.
0: Never been dropped. Never been dropped. Jesus.
3: At heavyweight.
1: Well, I do love myself some Black Beast, but I think, well, actually Black Beast looked pretty good in his last hit out. He's actually looked good in the majority of his his last few fights, which has been uh, rewarding. I just like when I look at Gain, when I look at him as a fighter in the heavyweight, he's just built different. I mean, he wasn't overly convincing in the last one either, but he got it done. But I do think he's too much of Derek Lewis. I think it actually goes to... It's going to be a sloppy affair by the fifth round, but it's going to get go to a decision.
0: What? Are you for real? Yeah.
1: It's yep. a big call. Yep. And Joe, uh, well, there's probably a lot of value in that bet if you take it to go to the distance. Jesus, there would be some money
0: in that. Look, Snags is going to roll the dice on this bad boy. I think the odds are actually... They're pretty swung. Derek Lewis is paying 350, which I think is, which is absurd. Insane for his power, man. Absurd. Um, so Snags is going to take the Black Beast and roll the dice on this one. I do – like it's hard not to pick Cyril Garn, um, considering his record and how he's been as he's been in the UFC. But uh, I'm going to take Derek Lewis by TKO in the second with a walk-off.
3: Yeah, I, I, I said that Cyril Garn has never been dropped. If there's a man in the UFC who can drop – Cyril Garn, he could drop a rhinoceros. It's Derek Lewis. Um, I think on a technical level, Cyril Garn has him beaten um, in almost all respects. Derek Lewis gets a lot of slack for being just a uh, an unconventional knockout is the only benefit that he has. He has incredible takedown defense. He has incredible movement to get back up to his feet. I just think that in this fight, Cyril Garn is technically so much better. I'm actually taking I'm actually going to take Cyril Garn by decision as well. And here's why I can't see him submitting Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis seems almost impervious to subs unless you're um unless you're DC. I can't see him knocking out Derek Lewis because he doesn't have quite the same raw power that Derek Lewis brings. But what he does have is incredible cardio. He has a really, really good cardio for a heavyweight fighter. I think that he will use his length. He's a very, very tall, very, very long heavyweight fighter. He will use his length much better than Alexander Volkov did in his Derek Lewis fight. Uh, and similar to the Volkov Derek Lewis fight, he will just pepper and he just won't get caught in the last second. Um, so Cyril Gun for me by decision, but fucking me, it's Derek Lewis, man. He could he could he could do whatever the fuck he wants sometimes. He'll just show up and knock him out if he wants to. But I don't think that that is the most likely approach.
2: Boys, I was going to show up and and give a wild prediction that Cyril Garn would take this one to decision. And you boys have just shown me up. You've uh, come (laughs) in, obviously done your research, hats off. That's why DL and Statman, you are so widely regarded and well-respected within the industry. I am also going Cyril Garn by decision. (laughs) For all of the reasons that Statman just outlined, I don't think he knocks out Derek Lewis, uh, but I think there may be that Derek Lewis does not land a, a big hit at all in this whole five round affair uh, on Cyril Garden. I think he uses his length, his distance, his movement. Uh, and we've seen many fights, many fights where Derek Lewis has looked very sloppy and very poor and has just got away with, you know, one big hit towards the end of the fight. I don't think that happens here. I just cannot cannot see it happening. But Do you say three dollars
3: sixty? Three fifty. Three fifty for
2: Derrick Lewis. He's worth it. He's worth a tenner, right? Like, is insane value ten k. But I just don't see it happening. I think Cyril Garn, save your save your ten k sugar snags. Uh, and yeah, watch Cyril Garn go on to take this one to a sloppy, fairly boring decision deal.
0: <laughs> Tell us what you really think.
1: <laughs> All right, boys. That rounds out our picks for episode fifty five. Last on the agenda today is the runner back punners club. boys no good on last week we do need to lift stoney do you have last what was week's
0: bets from last week yeah so you
1: got last week's uh, multi there to yeah. just to run past how we went see how we went see how the boys are uh, how close we got statman I, I can't
0: remember what i bet on
1: boys had a little sight because we played a bit of small bat on the weekend remember oh, so don't dangerous. get confused cuz statman actually
0: uh oh that's right oh yeah, did everyone else get up yeah. oh. <laughs> No.
2: Sorry, <laughs> no, no, not not everyone. Alright boys, so we had a had a four leg at fourteen point five nine. Uh we had a couple of wins, so we had Australia at a dollar eighty four to beat the West Indies. I think that was DL's leg. Get on the Aussies. We had the South Sydney Rabbitohs minus fourteen point five at a dollar ninety. Uh bunnies. shout out. Should've Sugarsnags. They won by f- thirty eight. <laughs> Then we had Statman single-handedly almost costing the uh, multi, betting against the Don, Mickey Gall, who was never going to lose that fight. So Jordan <laughs> Williams, a terrible bet. And can't really remember the other leg. I think it might have been Phoenix
1: Suns to force oh, games. Oh, oh that's oh, that <laughs> The Suns. <laughs> might yeah. have just shut down. Yeah. The Bucks uh, got up in that series. So there you yeah, go. I remember that. Well, boys, uh, I'll kick off the first leg. Uh, Statman, you are our $10 investor on the Neds app this week. First leg. I'm going back to Old Faithful, and I always, always bounce back from a loss. Uh, I'm going to take the Tigers, mate. I'm going to take one to thirty nine points.
0: What are they playing?
1: Two dollars twenty five. Fremantle. Actually, it's in Perth. Okay. Um, uh, so well, what at that? the moment, uh, one it's,
3: to, one to thirty nine. Yeah, one to thirty nine. Two dollars twenty five. Uh, Richmond one to thirty nine. Yep. Cool. yeah. I nearly bet on Fremantle. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stick with the Tigers. <laughs> Richmond tires, one to thirty nine. Got yeah.
1: Yeah. At this point of time, it's in Perth. But who knows with <laughs> AFL fixtures? Apparently AFL sits above COVID restrictions, so there you go. Mm. Carry on, Stony.
2: Uh, gonna go all the way to the Olympics. We didn't have much Ooh. luck Ooh. with the Euros with the round ball, but in the Olympics, I think we just might uh, deal. Australia's Olympic men's soccer team just got done brutally smashing <sighs> Argentina two zip. Uh, I may or may not have missed the start of that where I was rushing to put everything left in my betting account on Argentina oh. very glad I missed the start there because the Aussie boys looked absolutely on top of their game and they will beat Egypt uh
1: in a few nights time so lock that one in stepman we nearly held Done. nearly held Spain to a draw too Correct. last night um yep. I think we only dropped one one goal yep yep's really Egypt what was the well, how much was it uh 230 against oh, Egypt
3: shit.
0: yeah Boy, he's getting around it.
3: So, as Ned's is the official betting partner of the UFC in Australia, I've decided to go to the UFC. Um, one of the big fights on UFC 265 that we didn't pick for, uh, Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz. I've got Jose Aldo at a dollar seventy three.
0: Snags. Uh, look, I was actually a bit disappointed because Snags is up and about this week because the CrossFit Games start tomorrow Ooh. in Australia. Oh, sorry, in America. That's Tuesday for us, so... When you listen on Thursday, it's nearly over. Um, but one of my coaches from the gym's actually competing over there in a team. So I would have taken, taken them to get some uh, event wins. But there's no betting markets in Australia for CrossFit, unfortunately. So Snag's going to go back to where he does his best work, uh, the NRL. Um, I'm not going to go to the Rabbitohs this week because they're short odds for everything. Even plus 13, plus 15, plus 20, they're short as, short as hell. So I think they're paying a dollar. Nine to win against the Dragons, so... No no value in the bunnies. Nah, so Snags actually going something, something a bit wild, but uh, the Broncos have been impressing me week after week, and uh, last week they, who did they play, they almost got up against Penrith, who's coming first. Oh, wow. Um, Penrith actually ruined my multi-atom at 13 plus to beat the Broncos, eight-legger, and they were the ones that got down, so they're a bunch of dogs. (laughs) Um, so I'm going to take the Broncos over the Cowboys, battle of the Queensland teams. Um, I'm going to take them one to twelve. Um, they're paying three thirty.
3: Got you there, that, man. Easy. Well, how are we looking? So chucking ten bucks on there, we have thirty two nineteen for three hundred and twenty one dollar uh, victory at the end. Placing the bets confirmed, and we're good to go.
0: Let's roll, Beautiful, baby.
3: boys. Love
1: it. Boys, that wraps out episode 55 of the podcast. If you like what we're doing, please share, comment, or subscribe to the podcast. We've got heaps of content coming out in the next few weeks. Boys, if you haven't already, please give us a subscribe. That's the only way to catch up with all the latest things we're doing Run back wise That's us for episode 55. I'm producer DL.
0: DL, you didn't tell them to follow us on the gram that we can't post on it because oh, yeah. we're banned, but... <laughs> By the time
1: they they hear the podcast, we might have been released from uh, IG jail.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name's Sugar Snags.
1: I'm the Statman. And I am Undefeated and Undisputed Deal. Well done, mate. And we'll run it back with you all on the next Run It Back podcast.
0: Fucking bare knuckle boxing. Fuck, fuck them dogs. I would bare knuckle box them.
1: Do you know what really, uh, and that probably is the reason why, like, it was getting thousands of views. Was it? <laughs> and it was getting a lot of shares. I don't know Do why. Do you reckon that's why you're so pissed off by it as well? Oh, uh, because it was a successful post, yeah. yeah. Of course it was. When you're creating content and it goes off and then someone bans you for getting good content out there, I yeah. fucking shit you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this thing's going off, it's crazy.